0: New ULM Warhawks athletic director, John Hartwell, on Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Hopefully you've been enjoying this week's episodes. Executive Director of the Senior Bowl, Jim Nagy. New Head Coach of the Texas State Bobcats, G.J. Kinney. And today's episode, new ULM Athletic Director, John Hartwell. And I do not ask a lot of questions, all right? The best interviews are when the interviewee does most of the talking, and that is the case with this one. John Hartwell goes into it. He doesn't want to hear about budgetary issues uh, for ULM. He's giving the coaches homework and department heads homework is going to be the first thing uh, that he does. And he talks about how to get more fans to the stadium and uh, the arena. So let's get right into it. It is ULM new athletic director, John Hartwell on Lockdown Sunbelt. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Really thrilled and honored to have our next guest. Uh, Just accepted the uh, ULM Warhawks athletic director's job uh, last uh, week. He is actually a Mobile native. Rumors have it that my morning show host on Sports Radio 105.5 WNSP, Lee Shirvanian called his high school basketball games. That may mean that Lee is really old. Well, he is. Or John Hartwell is really old. Uh, Either way. Uh, coming from Utah State and going to ULM. John, Dave Schultz, thanks so much for hopping on Lockdown Sunbelt, and congratulations.
1: I appreciate that, Dave. Thanks for having me on, and uh, hello out there to all the uh, Port City listeners. Yes, I am a native. So uh, uh, as folks have said, uh, a return to the Sunbelt. I spent three years at Troy as the AD from 2012 to 15, but our family is really excited about the opportunity at uh, ULM and and quite frankly, to be uh, members of the Monroe community too. And and it was something that, you know, until about 10 days ago really was not on my radar screen, mm. but, uh, you know, a- after a handful of phone calls and and really what, what cemented the deal for me uh, a week ago tomorrow night, last Monday night, I spent about three hours with uh, President Ron Barry and and his wife over dinner and and just talking about the future of ULM athletics. And, you know, it's, it's no secret. And, and, you know, people have talked about, gosh, one of the hardest uh, FBS jobs in the country, one of the lowest FBS budgets. Why, why would you go take that? And, you know, I I've kind of been uh, one of those who, who likes to take, opportunities that uh, some other people may see as obstacles say, gosh, why in the world, you know, would you do that? It's going to take some heavy lifting. You're going to have to put a shoulder to it. And, and yeah, that's true. But again, uh, back to that conversation, you know, a few days ago with with president Barry uh, the university uh, is totally committed to athletics. He is committed to athletics. They just came out with a new strategic plan One of the five pillars of the university's strategic plan is athletics excellence. And they know that that can't happen without an investment uh, and and further funding. And and part of that is is where I come into the equation, because, it, uh, you know, surely we're going to look to some more, uh, you know, revenue opportunities from within, from within the university family. But it's going to be my job to, to help raise it from outside, too. And that's, you know, a combination of things, whether it's ticket sales, corporate sponsorships, uh, philanthropic giving, those things. And, and I think one of the things that really resonated with President Barry and some others was, hey, look at my last two stops. It, it, you know, Troy, Alabama, you're, you're kind of in a triangle, if you will, between Tuscaloosa, Auburn, Tallahassee, you know, other schools in the state. Uh, that that have you know fans and donors, but really my uh, approach there was, hey, your first check may go to Auburn, Alabama, or Florida State, or whoever it may be, but you live in the Troy area. You your uh, your business is here. So the success of Troy athletics, uh, you know, is important to the economic growth of the area. And Utah State was the same way. You're kind of in the shadows of the University of Utah and BYU. So I, I look at this at Monroe a, as an opportunity. Again, there are a lot of LSU folks in the area. There's some Tulane. You know, there's some other people. But, you know, Monroe is a pretty significant, I think, about 140,000 people. If you, if you put West Monroe in there, too, it's uh, even larger So it's an area where there are some thriving economic uh, factions. And and I think, you know, again, the success of Warhawk Athletics uh, can can raise all boats and and improve the economic uh, environment there within the area. So, uh, again, I feel like there's a commitment from the university. There's some really good people uh, within athletics and within the community. And, and I think uh, in terms of a vision and some leadership and, and a glass half full approach, I think people are really excited about it. So I, I was asking the first interview, you know, a, a question and the preface to that question was, well, you know, we have the lowest FBS budget or the second lowest FBS budget in the country. And, and so I, I politely tried to cut them off right there. And I said, well, uh, you know, I'll be glad to answer the question, but first I want to clarify something. If I'm fortunate enough to be the director of athletics uh, here at ULM within, we can't control what people outside say, but within, we're not going to use that phrase because basically what that's doing is saying we don't have any money. And so we suck. And, and that again, that to me, that's a glass half empty approach. And, and I want to make sure that we take the glass half full approach and, and, and look at the opportunities we have don't look at the deficiencies that may be there cuz cuz obviously um there are challenges uh but those are are things that uh, we recognize and and we're going to work from day 1 we're we're already working I don't start for about 3 weeks but we're going to work on those things right off the bat and make sure that our student athletes and our coaches have the resources necessary to be successful in the classroom, on the fields of play, and, and ultimately in the game of life. I mean, that that's what we're in the business for.
0: We're talking with John Hartwell, new ULM athletic director. You've already endeared yourself to uh, Warhawks fans. As someone who was in the middle of that for a little bit, the whole UL and ULM situation has been, you know, decided. That doesn't change the fact that you did a good job of getting under raging Cajuns uh, fan skins with the whole uh, la la" thing. and everything along that line, probably from your Troy days. Uh, So, and then when I got into that, I just didn't understand it at all about, uh, you know, eight, nine years ago when I first uh, got to uh, Louisiana and Lafayette. All right. But having said that, that was, that was great. So your first step, forget these next three weeks when you're trying to figure out everything out and then, you know, directions to the stadiums and everything like that. What is the first thing that you're doing? Or let's talk about it. Let's talk about it over these next three weeks. What is your first step you must have, this is what has happen first, this happened second, and this third. And then we can go and talk about, you know, improving facilities or something along those lines.
1: Sure. I, I think it's really important to, to assess the culture within the program. Um, and, and I did that at Troy. I did it at Utah State. I'll, I'll revert back to my days in private business and being a business major, uh, undergraduate, doing a SWOT analysis. So I'm going to have every single coach, uh, head coach, assistant coaches, right on down, every staff member, and some select student athletes, some of the student athlete advisory committee captains, all of those do a SWOT analysis. Basically, three, I want them to list three items under each category, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And for the coaches And student athletes are going to get double duty because I'm going to ask them to do it for their individual sport and their and secondly, for their perception of the department as a whole. Uh, So so that's about two thirds of that one pager. The bottom three items are, are the bottom three lines. I'm going to ask them, say, in your opinion, who are the three most important people in Warhawk athletics? And tell me why you think that. They they can be anonymous. They can sign their name to to the to the sheet of paper, uh, any of those things. But I am going to gather those and then I'm going to obviously meet with each head coach individually with the uh, department heads and everything else very quickly. I mean, probably over the course of the first two weeks just to assess the culture. Um, and, And I think that's really important stepping in. You know, you, you're you going to hear things. I've already heard things uh, uh, about programs, about individuals, everything else. But I want to get in there and, and see it myself, because, again, uh, somebody's perception of somebody else is, as you know, this having been in this business, it, it's in all likelihood skewed in some ways. And so to be able to look at that, uh, you know, finances are a huge thing. Uh, I, I've got. Uh, copies of budgets already, looking at things that, that need to be done, uh, capital projects, uh, what, what's out there in a master plan. Part of my encouragement from talking to President Barry last week are some funds that are allocated for a, uh, a renovation uh, of the basketball arena, as well as uh, a practice facility to to go along with it. Because I know one of the huge issues is men's and women's basketball and volleyball all sharing the same venue and and practice times and everything else there. So, so looking at that, uh, some, some other things, you know, they have got, uh, you know, what I would call a really nice baseball facility, really nice softball just got that done too. Uh, Football is getting a new turf. There are some improvements that need to be done there. Uh, So uh, getting in quickly and assessing uh, those, those areas, and, and you know, it, I talked about the SWOT analysis. That's important from within, but I also want to do that with some key leaders on campus as well as some of the donor base as well. All
0: right, let's take a time out. We'll hear more from new ULM Athletic Director John Hartwell after this, but let me tell you a little bit about FanDuel this year. The only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel. America's number one sports book. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner for lockdown because they're their number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you can get bet on Super Bowl Fifty Seven with a no sweat first bet. You'll get up to three thousand dollars back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads who will score a touchdown. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid for your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at fanduel.com slash to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's fanduel.com slash Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official Sportsbook partner of the NFL. All right, let's get back to our interview with new ULM Athletic Director John Hartwell. He discusses on how to increase attendance for Warhawk sporting events. We're talking with John Hartwell, new ULM Warhawks Athletic Director on Lockdown Sunbelt. Uh, all right, so one of the things everybody has an issue with and it's not it really isn't only college sports, pro sports, how to get more people uh, into the stands, uh, but one of the things that's been an issue and that has been an issue for ULM. So, a kind way of saying that what I hear is when you know coaches tell me going to ULM is a really hard place to play because not a lot of people are there, right? It's not a hard place to play because the football stadium is packed out and we can't hear it. It's because we got to get ourselves jacked up because no one's there. The arena is spacious uh, and, you know, you can hear, you can communicate really well, but you gotta, you know, you have to motivate yourself. You can't motivate yourself from the other fans, right? Because that's the deal. So how do you get more people to come uh, to the games because the winning has—it's amazing on how it's turned around, right? When Terry—when I said it on the radio last year when Terry Brown took the football coaching job, hardest coaching job in D1, and he has sl- started to turn things around. They are—you you, know—forget about necessarily winning, but they are competitive. Before it was embarrassing. Keith Richard, right? They haven't won more than five games in the Sun Belt for basketball since 1819. They've already won six games this year, so. The, the winning is starting to come. How do you get more fans into the stadiums to help out and support the the home teams?
1: Yeah, great great point, Dave. And, and clearly, uh, creating a a better home court advantage, home field advantage, is is going to be important throughout. And, and you know, like, like you said, sports marketing one hundred and one. Uh, winning puts butts in seats, right? And, that is starting to happen, but we've got to make sure that the atmosphere on game day is, is really appealing. And I think it starts with the students. And, and I've, I've heard that already, uh, that, you know, student attendance is not that great. And, you know, sometimes it's uh, I'll speak specifically to football. You know, if LSU is playing at the same time uh, the Warhawks are playing, a, a lot of students are going to the local bars or driving to Baton Rouge to go to the game. Uh, as, as opposed to coming to the game. So we, we've got to incentivize uh, students. We've, we've got to develop better relationships uh, between athletics and the general student body and do some things there. And I, I think those are things uh, that we can do. And, again, you're, you're talking about, you know, a metropolitan area of, of about 200,000 people. Yes, I, I clearly understand uh, that, that Ruston and La Tech are only 30 minutes to the west. But uh, I I think there are some things that we can do to uh, to start building that right away. And and like you said, uh, Terry has has done a good job in football. Uh, Keith uh, in basketball, you know, six wins already. Uh, I I told him, I said, man, you raised the bar pretty high the day that I'm announced. uh, (laughs) You guys go into the Henderson Center in Huntington, West Virginia and (laughs) be first place Marshall and double overtime. That that's that's pretty serious there. And uh, you know, it was it was funny. I don't know if you had a chance to look at the uh the video post-game of, of Keith doing that little dance, but I was kind of afraid that he had dislocated a hip. Oh uh, goodness. You no back <laughs> and see it. It's worthwhile. Okay. And you know, that that is one of the beauties there of why we do what we do, the passion for college sports is because so many relationships interwoven. So I, I put out on Twitter uh, that day, and that, that game was last Thursday. So the first time, and unbeknownst what would happen you know, many years later, but the first time there was ever uh, an interaction between Keith Richard and John Hartwell was 1986. Uh, mm. and I'm not sure if it, if the first game was in Charleston or the first game was in Huntington but he was an assistant coach for Rick Huckabee at, at Marshall university. Mm. And I was a junior basketball player at the Citadel. So, uh, you know, oh. and, and, and it may take a calculator for folks to go from 2023 back to 1986. That, that's yeah. been a few years.
0: Yeah. I was told there would be no math, uh, on locked on Sunbelt. All right. Let's take another time out. We'll get more and wrap up our conversation we new athletic director from ULM, John Hartwell. Uh, but first, a quick reminder: we're having a great time at his Senior Bowl week here in Mobile, and Lockdown has you covered. Lockdown is here at the Senior Bowl. Get inside analysis from the hosts that cover the NFL's next generation in college, and find out which NFL draft boards these players will be climbing. All in one location. Subscribe to Lockdown NFL Draft for nightly live shows from the Senior Bowl. One more tonight, Thursday night at 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. All right, let's uh, wrap it up here with John Hartwell. Usually when the new AD is getting hired, you got to hire either basketball coach or most likely a football coach. That is not the case. Now at ULM, basketball teams to be heading in the right direction. Football team is heading in the right direction. Does that make life easier for John Hartwell? We're with John Hartwell, new ULM, Warhawks athletic director. All right, does it make it easier for you being the AD that maybe, uh, you know, I mean, Terry Bowden's sixty-six. Uh, but he's doing a good job that maybe the first thing you don't have to do is is hire a coach. As of right now, it, you know, I presume, you know, ULM wins a few more games and Keith Richard keeps his job and Terry Bowen doing a good job. Uh, going to keep his job when you don't have to hire, uh, you know, the football coach or the basketball coach. It seems like you can concentrate on the things we've been talking about uh, and which will help the program a lot faster.
1: Yeah, that that does make it much easier. One, you know, obviously, uh, if you if you're winning, uh, you you don't have to make uh, changes normally and uh, and it'll allow me some more time to get in. You know, I've got, I think, a decent understanding having been in this league before uh, for for three years uh, growing up in Mobile. And, you know, I I, my wife and I both said this as, as we drove through the residential areas of Monroe for the first time, again, literally about uh, a week ago, because right. my, my, uh, my points of reference for Monroe were either going east and west on I-20 right. through there, or uh, north and south on 165 from El Dorado, which is where Arkansas, where my wife is is from, and uh, going south to Monroe to get on the interstate. But, you know, not, not but a couple of stone's throws from campus. There are some unbelievable residential areas of Monroe that in a whole lot of ways remind me of Mobile. I mean, you've got the huge Magnolia trees, you've got the live oaks and the Spanish moss and uh, some unbelievably good seafood. So uh, there, there's a lot of great things, not only about uh, uh, the university, but also about uh, the, the community of Monroe that we're looking forward to. But I, I think the Sunbelt knowledge uh, is going to help a bunch and, and getting up to speed uh, with some of the locals. Uh, and, and, you know, there are several, this tells you about the Monroe community and, and, in a conversation. One of my first conversations with coach Bowden last week, he said, Hey, this is home for my wife. And I said, you know, when, when I decide to hang up coaching, I want to stay here and help you raise money. So mm-hmm. that, that told me right there, a lot about the community and a lot about the way he feels about it. but, Again, not only the opportunity at ULM Athletics, but I think the Sunbelt Conference as a whole, and, and I've had this conversation, you know, with most of the ADs in the, in the league the last week and with Keith Gill, too, because most of the ADs, I know, obviously, Joel Erdman uh, has been there since I was at Troy. Charlie Cobb was at Georgia State. Some of the others, Brian Maggard, uh, Doug Gillen, uh, and, and then some of the newcomers too, you know, Jeremy McLean, I've known for a long time. He followed me at Troy Wood Seelig at Old Dominion is an old friend. So stepping into that room is not going to be that unusual. But here's the thing about the Sun Belt that is so exciting to me. You look at today's Sunbelt verse back, you know, in June of 2015, when I left Troy is much different, is much better, is much more competitive. And kudos to the athletic directors, the coaches, uh, the presidents who've made the commitment to athletics. And, and, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't say Keith Gill has done a heck of a job in the league. But you take that perspective, having just come from the Mountain West Conference, and I firmly believe that the Mountain West and the Sun Belt, with the Sun Belt having an edge, and I'll tell you why in a minute, are the two leagues – That with UCF, Houston, and Cincinnati departing the American and going to the Big 12, I think those two leagues are going to distinguish themselves as the two premier group of five leagues. And quite frankly, I think the Sun Belt has the upper edge on becoming what the AAC, you know, arguably has been for the last six or seven years. And that's really exciting, uh, not only from, you know, a league perspective. But I think, as I've told the folks at ULM, (laughs) excuse me, the opportunities to enhance the image and branding of the individual institution, as well as the conference, as well as the financial benefits of that, are things that we need to take advantage of.
0: Well, I don't know if you're a mind reader or not, but that's where I was going to next. So I don't, you know, the best interviews, John, are when I asked the least amount of questions and I think I got four in. So you did a really good job. They're going to love you there in Monroe. John Hartwell, new ULM Warhawks athletic director. Really appreciate your time. Locked on Sunbelt. I know you're busy. Uh, Congratulations. And and I hope to have you on the podcast once again. Thank you so much.
1: Hey, Dave. Great to be on. And I hope to get to see you uh, in in Pensacola at the uh, Sunbelt basketball tournament, if not before.
0: Special thanks to John Hartwell, new athletic director for the ULM Warhawks for hopping on Lockdown Sunbelt. Really appreciate his time. You can imagine how busy he is. Thank you for watching and listening. I am your host. Until next time, it is Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day.